Hello and welcome to this quick reference guide on how to create a high converting form because almost every action we want users to take on our websites from subscribing to our mailing lists to purchasing on an e-commerce site requires them to complete a form. Even using your website for lead generation requires users to complete a contact us form. In this quick reference how-to guide, I'm gonna provide you with a step-by-step -step process for improving the chances that your users will actually complete any form that you apply the process to. So step number one is define your list of critical fields. Make a list of all the fields in your form that you absolutely require for the user to respond to the call to action. Do not include optional fields. You can always ask users for those later if you want, ask for that additional information. You see, a long form, even when it's made up of optional fields, will reduce the chance that a user will bother completing it. Where fields are only required for some users, only show those fields when you are sure the user requires them. Otherwise, just give the user the option to request that additional field if they need it. So, for example, don't show the second line of an address by default because many people don't need a second line. Instead, give those who do need one the option to add it. Step number two is to decide on your flow. Show questions in the right order because that will increase the chance of users completing the form. Start with questions relating to the user's task because that's what they're currently thinking about and you'll reinforce in their minds that completing the form will help them achieve whatever aim it is that they're trying to do. Also, put personal and sensitive information nearer the end of your form when users have already sunk um, a certain amount of time and effort into completing the form. And that means they're more likely to keep going to the end. You can also group similar questions so that for a longer form, you might even want to split those groups into multiple steps and you show those steps one at a time. Okay, the third thing you need to do when creating a high converting form is to enhance the form's usability. Now, there are many ways to improve the usability of forms from matching the field size to the intended input to using placeholders to show examples of what those inputs might be. However, some of the most powerful usability enhancements for improving conversion are pre-populating fields with known data, don't ask users to enter information more than once if they've already entered it elsewhere. Second, where data is not known, show the most likely answer as the default, for example, in a country list. Also, avoid using drop-down lists for less than about six options. Instead, use radio buttons because then users can see all of the options in one go rather than having to scroll through a long list. Also, allow users to search longer lists for the option that they particularly want. Then there is showing sele um, selectable images instead of a description where appropriate. So, for example, when selecting the color of a product, show a color palette rather than people having to read the text, which they then need to process and think about. Okay, the fourth step in creating a high converting form is to consider accessibility. Making your form accessible to the widest possible audience and easy for all to use is why it's so important to think about accessibility. In particular, you need to consider the following. 
You want to ensure that your labels are placed directly above the field and then ranged to the left so people can easily scan down the form and see what data they've got to enter. Keep labels concise and descriptive. Clicking on a label should focus on that associated field and you need to sh clearly show which for, uh, field is currently focused so users know where they are in the form. Users should be able to navigate logically between the different fields just by hitting that tab key. Everything needs to be predictable and easy to use. Step number five is to optimize for mobile. It's in particularly important to consider how easy your form is to complete on mobile devices. And you can use, uh, do this by doing things like only showing the form in a single column. In fact, that's probably best practice on all devices as it aids scannability. However, it's particularly important on mobile devices. Also, don't ask users to enter their email address twice because data entry is difficult on a mobile device. Allow users to see their passwords as well and don't split a field um, like first name and last name. Instead, show it as a single field. Show the appropriate keyboard for the field people are currently focused on. So, for example, show a numeric keyboard when people are entering a phone number. Your sixth step in designing a high converting form is to deal with spam. Do not make your problem with spam the user's issue by asking them to prove that they're human. So for example, capture is gonna reduce your submissions dramatically and so you wanna avoid it. Instead, use a technique like a honeypot form field or use some kind of server-side anti-spam filters. And if all else fails and you insist on using Capture, make sure you use Invisible Capture. Step number seven is to handle your errors gracefully. How you handle errors in a user's form submission can make a big impact on whether the form is eventually submitted or not, or whether people just give up. Some of the best steps that you can take uh, when a user makes a mistake on a form is to do things like validate the fields that the user is completing as they complete them rather than waiting until they actually submit. But avoid validating until the user has actually exited a field. So otherwise you're gonna um, throw up an error before people have finished entering their text. Display an error message beside the submit button if they get as far as clicking the submit button. And that's because that's where the user's attention is. And so you want to flag at that point that there is a problem. Otherwise, there might be a load of issues higher up that they're unaware of. Also, highlight fields that require attention and explain how that problem can then be fixed. And avoid errors completely by not requiring users to format data in a particular way. For example, not splitting up phone numbers or anything like that. So there you go. Now it should be noted that this is not a comprehensive guide to form design as it's an enormous and complex area. However, the steps in this guide will get you thinking about the right kind of issues and will hopefully act as a reminder when designing your next form.